Hi, I'm Katie. And I'm Tillman. We're doing a deep dive into our favorite reality shows. And And this this is is our Fresh Fresh Perspective. Okie dokie. Welcome back to our final Plathville episode on Fresh Perspective. Tillman's still MIA, not sure where he is, but um, made it to the end of Plathville. Huge episode. Huge episode. This is what we've been waiting for. Huge family drama happening in live time. Honestly, if stuff goes down on Instagram, we could do a mini-sode and just cover it. Well, it seems like that's incredibly possible. Yeah. It seems like there's a lot going down behind the scenes. Um, But let's break it down. So it's... There's a there was a lot of fluff this episode. Well, it was a long episode. It did not have to be an hour and a half. Like I don't know how necessary the Jamaica scene was. I don't know if they had that thinking the drama would be able to be its own episode or what. But the Jamaica stuff was not interesting. No, I thought it was going to be interesting. Like I don't know when I was like watching the preview, I was like, oh, like I don't know. I just thought it was going to be better than it was. But yeah. No, I felt the same way. They, they made it seem like it was going to be good in the preview and then it just wasn't. Then Kim and Barry, the other kind of fluff piece that happens is Kim and Barry tell the little girls they're getting divorced. They, it just wasn't the most thrilling scene. I know they don't all have to be thrilling, but I was kind of like deja vu. We've seen this conversation before. It was an interesting conversation though, because everyone's like all the little girls seemed shocked like I feel like they already knew that Kim and Barry were getting divorced and everyone was like what like they're getting divorced I don't know yeah they did all seem really shocked even though yeah Barry had definitely thrown the idea around Kim I feel like had made it pretty clear that she wasn't interested in having a relationship with him yeah it just I felt bad for the little girls I felt bad that their like family moments are getting aired out on tv but I don't know I wasn't riveted per se no they didn't need that yeah so then the that was kind of like the beginning drama the jamaica drama was mostly the they had some like moment they did some like tourist thing and were got received a lesson about peace and forgiveness micah mariah olivia and ethan did and then like micah mariah get mad out of nowhere and they're like why can't you be more forgiving olivia which i have mixed feelings about what did you think Uh, Okay. I kind of agree with them. I stayed off Reddit because there was a lot of like pro Olivia, pro Mariah stuff. And I just wanted to form my own opinion. I I keep doing this. Um, I kind of think Micah and Mariah have a point, Mm -hmm. especially after Olivia kind of explains the entire situation, you know, when she like explained exactly what happened with Kim. Yeah, I know. I feel like it wasn't as big of a deal. I know. And we can actually break it down later when we get to that point in the episode. But like, did that warrant her causing constant family drama? I don't know if I believe that. I don't think so either. That kind of bothered me a little bit. I kind of agree that she didn't, they didn't need to bring that up on vacation, but also like, you know, producers and stuff. I'm sure they were told they had to. But also like, sort of like the exact same argument happened later in the episode and so it was just kind of like a I don't know 
it happened at the river too which we'll talk about later but yeah yeah no the jamaica stuff kind of ended up being pointless i was glad to see they had fun but it was also kind of bittersweet knowing what's happening in real time that like i don't know they're really it seems like the relationship is falling apart it's big drama yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) so then lydia and kim have some quality time moment and lydia kind of calls kim out for being absent and cold to her and i was pretty happy with that scene i think that was a necessary scene and Mm -hmm. that kind of gave me some closure kim is just like so unemotive and i know there's reasons for it but it was i think if i were a mom and my daughter was like my love language is quality time and you don't spend it with me and you're abandoning my sisters she was like "Mm, yeah i'm sorry like kim react a little bit and it was the same thing when she and ethan met up which obviously we'll talk about later but she just like her her apology seems so um not genuine like Mm -hmm. Even though I think they are genuine, it's just so awkward to watch. Like you said, she's just kind of like, oh yeah, sorry. Like, I know, I do believe that she feels bad. I think, and this is like a trend across all of the plus that none of them really can express any emotions and she just might not be able to be like, I don't know. She just, she has no ability to be like soft and warm. And I was like props to Lydia for being like, I understand that you might not know how to navigate this because you didn't really have a present mom. And that was something I hadn't really thought about. And I think she is right. I think maybe Kim doesn't know. I don't know. Maybe she, her reaction to being raised wasn't to overcompensate for what her mom lost, but just to not know how to give her kids what she didn't have from her mom. So that's sad, but I still think it's heartbreaking to see these kids be like, please be present in our life, mom. And she's like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I know. And I, I do think Kim thought she was present. Like, I agree that like, she just has no idea how to be a mom because her mom wasn't there. But like, I mean, she should have had a little common sense, you know? And maybe, maybe this has been like all due to the sudden change of her like moving out. Like maybe she was really present and involved and that's why this is such a big lack. But yeah, I don't, she just seems like so confused about, I don't know. I just don't understand why she doesn't get it. <laughs> I don't either. I don't either. It, it's very confusing, but okay. There was a moment in the episode where she said something like, I'm ready to be a mom again. So I do think she was like pretty absent for yeah. a while um and she recognizes that but she doesn't admit it to her kids which is weird so i know it's complicated to sit down like mercy cassie and amber and be like i messed up she's she also like she keeps talking about like i need to do what's right for myself i need to like unfortunately you kind of sign a contract when you become a parent that your kids are gonna come first until they're yeah. grown up like they're i just don't really think I understand that she realizes that she hasn't been taking care of herself and she's lost herself in her motherhood, but there's a way to do that without abandoning your kids. Yes, totally. And I mean, she, she's the one who had a bunch of kids. Like, yeah. like, like she has a ton of kids and she's, I mean, we assume she kind of like chose that life. So like, yeah, like you said, she signed a contract, like that's her full-time job. Of course, self-care is important, but like, 
you can't just abandon your kids when you made the choice to have a ton of kids like yeah exactly if you didn't want to be a a stay-at-home mom for 30 years till your kids are all 18 maybe you shouldn't have had 10 kids like I don't know I I sympathize with her in a lot of ways but it's also really hard to not sympathize with the kids who are bearing the brunt of her midlife crisis it's disappointing to see it is disappointing um so I'm sorry oh go ahead well, I have to say, I think if Barry were the one to like be absent for a while and come back, like everyone would be kind of praising him. So it's kind of interesting for like the gender stereotypes. Um, yeah, I don't know. Interesting thing. I was just thinking about that. Like, I also, Barry. I don't know if Barry's super emotionally present either. We just don't like crucify him for it because he's a man yeah exactly like he's really sweet to his kids is he having a lot of heart to heart about where they're like is he doing any more than kim is i don't really think so no i mean the only thing he's doing more is is staying and like being yeah i know yeah he's definitely being there in the present but i don't know if he yeah he is staying it was crazy when Lydia, lydia was like i'm moving in with dad oh lydia not olivia yeah lydia that yeah, would be crazy i know but that shocked me um but also they didn't they just kind of like touched on that and didn't really go back to it so yeah she's like are you guys was. okay with me moving in with dad and barry was like not a big deal it's just across town it didn't seem like she'd told anyone she was gonna say that and kim was again really distant in that reaction she wasn't like lydia breaks my heart that you want to move out she was like huh Thought she would get an apartment by her home by herself. Guess not. But also, I wonder if she's trying to like, you know how like for so long she was totally controlling and like. Yeah, she might be trying not to smother. Yeah, exactly. I don't know, or she just doesn't know how to like emote, like you said. So. Yeah, I don't, know. I don't know. It could be anything. It's hard to read her. It's also hard. Like in the back of my head, there's the like, internet's opinion that she's just being fake about everything and doesn't care about anyone is a narcissist you know yeah like that's always an option yeah it's true um okay so olivia opens up about what happened with kim for real this time this is like the third time where she's kind of been like this is what happened i know it's like i kind of uh it was kind of a new story though and i kind of i kind of believe that uh, what she said was exactly what happened and I was shocked at how un not unexciting it was but like she had called her like abusive and everything and while like she kind of emotionally may have hurt Olivia like I don't know if it's justified that Olivia like can't be in the same physical location as her yeah Olivia's opened up and said that when she met Kim, so she was a teenager. She's known Mariah for eight years. Yeah. So she's 24 now. So that means they met when she was like 16. Yeah. Old 15, 16, whatever. Um, so at that time when she met her, she had just become estranged from her family, it seems like. And Kim stepped in and became a mother role for Olivia. And they got really close. They talked every day. They were like best friends. She felt like her everything she didn't have in her own mom, Kim stepped in and filled. And once she and Ethan were together, Olivia found out that Kim was using Ethan's credit card for her own 
which so. we found out on Instagram wasn't true, but we'll get back to that. Maybe, maybe. I don't yeah, know. I guess we don't know. Uh, there's a little bit of back and forth. Um, and yeah. Olivia, Ethan said he doesn't have any control over it because his mom knows the password and he doesn't. And Olivia stepped in, changed the credit card password. And then that seems to be when Kim flipped her switch. All of a sudden she told her she was evil, she had the devil inside of her. It seems like a, Kim, a control freak, freaked out when she lost control over Olivia. Sorry. Yeah. But it's just hard to say. Like, I feel like I'm not trying to, like, victim blame or anything. But it seems like there has to be more to the story, you know? Like, changing a password, I don't know if even Kim would start calling her the devil. For I know. Her. I I don't know. It might have been that that was the catalyst that made Olivia stand up for her for everything. And maybe for Kim that was like shocking to have someone be kind of at your beck and call be like adore you to all of a sudden everything you say they disagree with that's rattling but yeah I don't know if I believe it was all over the credit card yeah I mean I guess Olivia said there was a bunch of stuff like that that was just one example. Was example yeah um so I'm just I'm really torn on whether Olivia is overreacting or not. I feel like we still don't quite know. Um, however, Ethan is like reconciling with Kim and he was also controlled by Kim. And so it seemed like Olivia should kind of be able to do that too. Yeah, I was going to say like, oh, it, st- it does stink for Olivia that the only mother figure she had at that time abandoned her and then she had two mother figures abandon her in a row or something but she was ethan's actual mom so he also went through that abandonment and perhaps like to a greater extent because like you said that's his own mom Mm -hmm. so maybe she didn't alienate him the way she alienated olivia true i don't know true but it's it just seems like Olivia, they don't have to be like friends, but it seems like they could have a conversation at least, or they could be in. I know. I'm surprised they ever had their own relationship based on how little Olivia is willing to meet her halfway. I just assumed she was a monster in law the entire time. Yeah. 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 They were, they knew each other. Okay. So there's a couple of theories I found online about what, so the, part of the drama that we'll actually get into later is that the other Plath kids have said that there was an agreement between Ethan and Kim about her using the credit card, that she wasn't sneaking around using it. So there's a couple theories about what, um, that, that agreement business agreement possibly could have been. Ethan was probably making a ton of money as a mechanic. They make good money. He probably had his own finances. I think one of the theories I kind of buy into is that Kim was helping him manage it. She probably helped him set up the account and taught him about savings, creating a line of credit, stuff like that, but maybe then overstepped and used that. And I think part of that is she may have been controlled by Barry and had a limitation on what types of purchases she was allowed to make. So maybe she was like, I want to do some online shopping. I'll pay you back. And then never did, or didn't ever have the intention of paying him back, you know? And then by the way, the Plath family works, it was probably like, Olivia was like, what do you mean your mom didn't pay you back? And Ethan's like, I don't know. I just don't know the password. And Olivia's like, what do you mean? You don't know the password. She changes it. No one ever has a conversation about any of this. It just is like non-communicative. No one knows the truth. No one's talking about it. Kim blows up because she's blindsided. So I think it's possible that it wasn't all 
malintent. It was just miscommunication, Kim taking advantage of the fact that she had access to his finances, whether or not she, you know, that might've just been about her trying to help him manage whatever. The other theory, which probably sounds a little bit more likely is Kim was in a um, multi-level marketing scheme. For what? No, I think this is new information. So Young Living is the name of the MLM that is uh, essential oils. And it is like a super classic pyramid scheme for stay-at-home moms to sell essential oils for healing properties. And we know that she was a self-proclaimed like naturopath doctor. That could have been because her, her involvement with the essential oils. I think someone on the internet found proof. The way people can dive into the Plath's private lives is like honestly incredible. Someone found proof that she was part of Young Living. And to keep her business growing, she would have had to make purchases uh, to show that she's like getting more reach than she is. So a lot of people think she used Ethan and Hosanna's credit cards saying that if we can use your money to put it back into my business, it'll be more money for for the family overall. So she might've used her credit cards to hit quotas. Whoa. I, I feel that is way more likely than the first theory you said. And just like miscommunication over managed finances. I think so too. I think like go crazy. Like Uh, it's the money people, women who are in MLMs are, victims in a lot of ways because they are putting their own money into this they're being told that they're going to make a certain amount of money and then they've put so much money into it that their family is going to go under if they don't make that certain amount of money you yeah. know like it's I, I think money, you need to put more money in mm-hmm. exactly so. i think a lot of people ruin relationships over mlms Ooh, we should do the um lulu, lulu, lulu what is it so i think it's Real? called lulu Ring. Lula right yeah is the MLM yeah that that's a good document that one for fresh perspective um but people genuinely ruin relationships over it and make crazy decisions that they think will benefit their family and don't I think it's really possible that she used Ethan's card for that and he was just like whatever he didn't care and it could have been like she didn't even know that she was like being controlling I don't know or that she was being controlled like she might have just yeah. been kind of like a victim in this looking again to have a purpose beyond being a mom and thought and genuinely believed because she didn't know the malintent of young living that if ethan does this he's helping the whole family she's helping the whole family everything's going to be okay yeah you know interesting because i could see ethan consenting to that being like oh okay like yeah why not yeah especially so- if he's told it's going to go into something else and he'll get you know, his siblings will be okay in the end. He's probably not paying any rent. He's making a ton of money and has no expenses. He's never even used an ATM. Like he probably had plenty of savings. He didn't care. And in that case, like, can you really blame Kim? Like, because I mean, you sort of can blame Kim, but like we were saying, like women, like these stay-at-home moms who join MLMs are totally victims. Like, yeah, I know. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, she took advantage of her kid, but yeah, it's also like, she was a victim of a situation. It sounds like she's just always trying to control things. And the one thing that she's been having a really hard time controlling is her own like career trajectory. And I can see her getting really caught up and easily manipulated in an MLM. Um, And then there's also just the chance. And like, I think that she is not necessarily faultless and that she was probably, 
I don't know. I just, I, part of me is just like, she just majorly socially awkward. Like maybe she really doesn't think about other people, how she comes across to other people. Maybe she really doesn't have a sense of relationships. Cause also you look at Ethan and Olivia's relationship and any person who has any understanding about human interaction would know this is not a good marriage anymore. They're in Italy together right now. Like they clearly don't have any sense of communication between husband and wife. And that could be become the because they were raised by people who also don't have senses of normal yeah. relationships. Oh my gosh. So, I be crazy. You just do not belong together. In my I know. Life. And that came through a lot in the like final climax of the show when mm-hmm. the Plath family goes to the river together and Olivia and her brother, Nathan decide to come. Yeah. Yes. And there was, yeah. So there's that situation where the Plaths all go to the river for a family day, invited Nathan, and then Olivia got there early. and Which was weird. I think Mike and Mariah thought that they were going to go with Olivia and Nathan if they wanted to. Olivia and Nathan sneak out at like 7 a.m. to drive by themselves. That alone would have made me mad, I think. If yeah, nothing else was going on and my friends like skipped out early, I would be like, what is your problem? And like, that's just, they were invited to the river. This wasn't the event that they planned. It's not like they went and set up for everyone else to come. They just sat there. Yeah. It it made no sense. And I don't know what they were trying to accomplish, honestly, by doing that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know either. It was weird. So the family gets there. All the kids get out of the car. They hug Ethan, Mariah, and Micah. Olivia oh yeah did you see the part where like every sibling hugged a little girl then Lydia didn't have anyone to hug (laughs) what did she do so she was just trying to like get in on the hugs and it made me so sad because everyone was like oh the little girls are here but Lydia was there too no one hugged her she had to like she was kind of like side hugging everyone I don't know maybe <laughs> oh my gosh she is a real life Jan Brady like through and through even Olivia didn't really say hi to her she said hi to Isaac and the little girls so I don't think she said anything to Lydia yep that was sad I bet they got out of the car and Kim and Barry were like because <gasps> they saw her and forgot she was there I know. <laughs> Kim did make a funny joke in the car she and no one in the family laughed but she was like do you guys think Ethan's going, yeah, can't wait to see my mom today. And no one said anything. I thought that was funny. I thought that was funny. <laughs> I think it's important yeah. she has a sense of humor about the fact that Ethan definitely was not like, yeah, I get to see my mom today. Because she also made a joke about the driveway and Ethan didn't really laugh. Oh, yeah. She was like, yeah, I think, she's, I think she's socially awkward. I think she has a hard time reading the room. Yes, totally. <laughs> um, but Olivia, I think I was not happy with her decision she has this like bs explanation of why she didn't go and say hi to the family when the little girls and barry and kim arrive um she and nathan are down by the water and she's like i I thought they were going to come to the water i thought the natural next steps would be they get out of the car and walk down the path and come down to the water with us so i didn't go and, and no one told me that they weren't coming to the water because no one in this family can communicate so i i was completely left out of the plants it's like oh my god it's a picnic yeah she also got there early like, and again, this is not her family. And um, she's Ethan's wife. Like, she should have just stayed with Ethan. Like, that, that's, oh, that made me so angry. 
that's why this this whole scene made me rethink everything in their marriage because she you would think that she's mariah's friend based on how all of this went down because she and ethan didn't have anything going on between the two of them that mariah goes and eventually seeks out olivia and nathan and she's like why aren't you guys here and olivia's like you never invited us and they have a fight and ethan's like i don't really care and (laughs) olivia's trying to decide whether to leave ethan never goes and checks on her asks her to come over says he he could do anything he could say i'll sit next to you so you don't feel as comfortable or he could have gone over and been like listen if you're gonna cause issues and you need to leave that's okay like he could have done anything to check in on her whether or not she's in the wrong he's his her husband and i feel like should have just touched base with her it's not mariah's job they could have even had a fight and that would have been better just like not talking he's so emotionally distant he could have bounced back after the fight and just been like okay sorry about that everyone or he could like i think it would have been really fine if he's like listen you're you're clearly like too you're too emotional to do this right now like you should just go home and it's okay you know like he could have just given her a pass to step away and be like that's okay don't do this you know but he was just like didn't talk to her at all eventually she makes the decision to come over and have lunch with them she sits with ethan he doesn't really say anything she asks ethan if he wants another sandwich he doesn't say anything she offers her his sandwich makes a joke about how he's gonna get so hungry when he's playing in the river later he doesn't say anything i know but also that's kind of classic Olivia because <laughs> she could have apologized too. Yeah, and she should have. Yeah, because she it's was just honestly weird. The wrong. Like, she was, 100%. Super... They just like, they should have talked to each other at all. Kim and yeah, Olivia talk. Cool kids who don't know. Who say they're dating, but they don't actually talk to each other. Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. they vary that. They, you would not know that they are married husband and wife they just don't have like sometimes they're really cute together but yeah it's like they're middle schoolers who are cute together they are not husband and wife in their 20s that just is not part of their relationship not at all so i find it real i they are on like a month-long vacation going through europe right now together they went to paris they went to scotland they're in italy now i'm like (laughs) what is keeping you guys together I have absolutely no idea because the drama seems real. Mm-hmm. I think you know, it is. It real. just seems super staged. Like, yeah, I'm sure TLC like pushed their buttons, but yeah, I think yeah. it's real. Yeah. So I, it seems like there's literally nothing keeping them together besides the fact that like they kind of have crushes on each other. Yeah. Yeah. That's so funny. <laughs> they do definitely just have crushes on each other. <laughs> So I know it's so weird. I part of it might be that like Olivia, because I I like Ethan, but he's really not a good husband to her at all. I don't think he's always in the wrong, but he doesn't communicate with her. He doesn't talk at the end. They say, like, what's next for you guys? Olivia's like, well, we got to figure something out so Ethan can have his car. And I I make sure they don't overstep in my plans to move to a city. And he didn't say anything about her. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, because he was like, oh, I'm going to move back and I don't know if she'll come. Like, she can do whatever she wants. Yeah, her plans were all about how to accommodate him and his interests. His plans had, she was irrelevant in them. He's going to do what he wants. And he, he just like, he's not attentive to her. He's not emotionally adept enough to handle her issues. He's not willing to communicate with her in the slightest. I just feel bad for her. And I think she's in the wrong in a lot of ways. 
but I think at the end of the day, it stinks to not have a husband who's on your side. And we know that she's been, now that we know that she's estranged from her family, because she kind of officially said that now she's estranged from his family. I don't think she has a community. I think Ethan is her community. So she is kind of stuck with him. Yeah. So I guess that could be the reason they kind of can't get divorced. I mean, she literally said like, I have no one. It's so sad. I know it's really sad. The good news is I think when Ethan is present, he's really fun. Yeah. Yeah. But that's like, (laughs) it needs to be more than that. Like, (laughs) yeah. Okay. We have 10 minutes left. Should we break down the real time drama? Yes, we should. So yes. So Isaac, Lydia, Mariah, and Micah all posted this at the same time on their Instagram and they turned off their comments. So, Mm -hmm. okay. We as a family have decided not to be divided anymore. There's a lot more to the story than what you all have seen on the show. While we understand that this is a TV show and we are not in control how the show is edited, we are actually a family that is full of love and respect for each other. That being said, we as a family are not going to sit back and watch as our family is driven apart. For example, we wanted to clear up something that Olivia said during the last episode. What Olivia said about our mom using Ethan's credit card was not the full story. Mom and Ethan had a business agreement in which Ethan earned a good bit of money, and both parties were aware of any transactions that were made. Our mom should have had the opportunity to defend herself and tell her side of the story. Some of the kids have been rebels and are finding our place in life and are very thankful to be supported and unconditionally loved by our family, dot, 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 no matter what choices we make or who we become. Please remember that we are human and we do make mistakes. Nobody is perfect and we continue to learn and grow with every day. Not one person is at fault. We also have younger siblings that are at very vulnerable ages, and this is not fair nor healthy for them. We've come to the realization that unless we speak up, this cycle will never end. We ask that you have compassion for us and understand that not everything you see on the show is as as it actually is in real life. Thank you for your continued support. Family first with love, the Plath family. So much uh, (laughs) to unpack there. Mm -hmm. First and foremost, what does it mean that like their family is choosing not to be divided anymore? I, does that mean that Barry and Kim are getting back together? That's my first thought, but that can't be it. Like, I think maybe it's, uh, maybe Mariah and Micah are picking a side, maybe. Maybe they're being like, wait, what do you mean? Which is our family over Ethan and Olivia, maybe. Oh, yeah, yeah, Just yeah. Just because Ethan didn't and post. Ethan his family? I don't know. Oh, you're so post. right. The only one who didn't post. So I'm wondering, yeah. He's he is in Italy right now, but does that mean he's being excluded from future everything? Which he doesn't deserve, I don't think. No, it breaks my heart that he might be choosing Olivia over everyone. You know, I get Olivia over Kim and Barry, but choosing Olivia over all his siblings kind of makes me sad for him. I know. Well, and then there's the Olivia comment. Yes. Someone commented on Olivia's, in one of Olivia's Instagram posts saying, the Plath family post has me worried for you, which is referring to the post that all the kids posted. And then mm-hmm. Olivia's response is dysfunctional systems like to protect dysfunction. 
which I think was a little out of line. <laughs> yeah. So now she has officially confirmed that there's a line driven between her and the family. Yeah. Nathan posted something too. Nathan, Olivia's sister on his story posted, be careful what you hear about somebody. You might be hearing it from the problem. <gasps> no way. So I think there's a couple, I think it's, I wonder, a lot of people online are wondering this. Do you think that Kim made them post that? Like, do you think they're back under Kim's control? I, that did not occur to me. Um, I don't know. It's also possible the TLC producers made them post it. True. Just true. that would draw. But it also I think it's- seems like those, those siblings truly do not want to be divided. Like, I felt like it was pretty genuine, but I don't know. Yeah, I think I think it's super possible that it was also just a like I can talk about my family, you can't talk about my family, so we're putting this out there. You know, I think that's super fair of them to do. Um, I don't know. It made me sad. I really don't want Olivia to be divided from them. I don't want it to be divided from them. But it seems like we'll be getting a season five with all this. Do you think there is going to be season five? Is that what you just said? Yeah. Let me see. It just, after like, I feel like the river episode or the last episode like ended fairly well. And so it makes me sad that all of this is going down now. I know. I hope they have cameras on them ASAP though. <laughs> I know. I know they need it now. Like, yeah, I know. We need to see this as it's happening. Um, They have not confirmed. They have not renewed it yet. I mean, I kind of think the show is completely tearing their family apart and for their own reasons, like I would not want to renew it. No, I don't think they should renew it except for my own enjoyment where I personally think- I know, like I want to see what happens, but yeah. Doesn't seem like- I feel like we can at least track it on Instagram. For whatever reason, there's no one talking about the season five yet. (laughs) It's because there's no one talking about this show. (laughs) I, I know so um, we'll, we'll keep if anything big enough to warrant another mini so it happens we will be back with an update yeah true. Tillman is gonna yeah, be gonna so bummed out to come back what'd you say Tillman, Tillman left for Spain and the family was as it was he's gonna come back he's gonna find out Olivia's the villain now Kim is cool <laughs> everyone hates or everyone's kind of united but hates Olivia and Ethan Ethan stinks Ethan's no longer innocent is that your views like do you think olivia's the villain because i think she is but there's a lot of debate i don't object i think it's impossible to objectively think olivia is the villain because like um like mariah said in the episode like she looks at olivia getting along with everyone and she has like she realizes that like oh she is such a sweet girl she also when mariah said olivia and kim are similar i was like yes i've been saying that all season so they both have a lot of validation and I bet that's due to both of them not having a strong mother figure their entire life. Yep. So I've been saying that. I believe they're similar. Maybe that's going to be the plot they go around. Maybe they it's going to be Kim and Olivia's friendship in season five. I would love that. Me too. <laughs> um, yeah. So hopefully we will be back. Fresh Perspective will be back for Welcome to Plathville season five. Thanks everyone for tuning in. We had a lot more 
listeners than I thought we would ever get. So this has been great. Tillman's going to be so happy when he comes back. Thanks, Lucy, for uh, holding fresh perspective together. Yep, it's been real. It's been fresh. Okie dokie. Bye.